0: This is an Onemi podcast.
1: We're moving into a AI focused world. Yeah, a lot of positions are going to be created, but then there's also going to be a lot of positions lost. Okay. So start studying artificial intelligence, machine learning, and see how you yourself can be an asset to that particular sector.
0: What's going on? Welcome back to the Nine to Fly podcast. I am your host, Sania Elamina Flynance, and I, I'm i so excited for this episode. You are in for a very special treat. But before we get into everything I got for you today, make sure that you are subscribed and that you are following 9 to Fly across social media at 9 flypod and subscribe to our YouTube channel. My guest today is an absolute boss, okay? Not only has she led recruiting efforts at some of the largest tech companies in the world, She shares in my mission in helping Black women get paid, okay? As an entrepreneur, she is committed to helping job seekers secure the big obnoxious bag, and I'm totally here for it. Not only that, she was also named a Black woman tech titan to know by Madame Noir and Hello Beautiful. So I can't think of a better guest for this episode on how we should think about leveraging our careers either to pivot or to seek promotions. So please welcome my guest, Maddie Reynolds, to the show. So welcome, Maddie. I'm so excited that you're here.
1: I'm so excited to be here.
0: So before we get
1: into the questions, tell us a little bit about you and your journey for us. Oh, my journey. My journey is unlike anyone else's. Of course, it's super unique, um, but it's super inspiring to the average person growing up in New York as a first gen, right? Yeah, Attending public school, not really knowing what to do. And you're like, all right, I'm gonna go to community college. And that's what I did. I started out community college and kind of just made my way from there. Like I started out super early. I actually was not in technology. I worked in nonprofit. Okay. in uh, city government for a very long time and then I ended up making the pivot still in HR tech right making the pivot and slowly but surely started getting my first engineering roles and took it from there but I really would say my career jump started with group nine media okay yeah What's Group Nine Media? Group think. Nine Media, are you familiar with Thrillist? Okay, Thrillist. Out. Yeah. Okay, okay, yep. okay. That's the parent company. Okay. Started with them. They were launching their morning show on it was Facebook Live morning show and it was all things news. And um, I worked closely with the executive producer Nancy Hong and skilled her team literally wow. from the ground up. Wow, and that's huge. they launched that show, and that was the that was the start of like me really tapping into technical positions, technical creative positions. Okay, but then you've had many pivots since then, I have- right? Many pivots. Okay, so tell us about some of those, too. So, from there, I went on, and I tested um, investment baking, and... it was technical investment banking, right? So yeah. I was working in the tech space, uh, sourcing analysts, hiring analysts, and I knew that wasn't the space I wanted to be in. I'm a creative person at heart, okay? so I knew I needed to be in a more creative space, and I saw the opportunity at Discovery. Before yeah. it was Discovery Plus, it was okay. just Discovery. Their website still had their traditional branding on it of like Animal Planet yeah. right, and everything else, and I was that. like, okay, I'm going to go there. Okay. And that was the launch of the Discovery Plus app, and I worked on the That's launch huge. of the Discovery Plus app, the launch of the Food Network Kitchen app and I scaled those teams literally from conception all the way to post-product launch. That's huge. That's and huge. And then after that, um I've had a lot of pivots, but I've strategically pivoted in my career, right? When I took my first position, and I won't say exactly where, but if you follow the timeline, I was underpaid, Mm. under underpaid. And I didn't really, even as I moved on throughout my career to larger organizations, I still after conversations in the lunchroom, it was like, oh, you're you're complaining and you make $20,000 more than me? That's kind of crazy. Mm. So didn't really complain, but I said, oh, you know what? I have to strategically pivot. So I've kind of pivoted throughout my career um, strategically, planning. I had my eyes and ears and heart set on certain roles, certain titles. Yeah. And I've kind of gone after it.
0: I love it. And this is exactly why I wanted you here on this episode as we talk about promotions versus pivot, because yeah. you've lived it. And you and I helped- have. so many other professionals pivot and grow in their own careers. So let's get into it. So I think that there's a big misconception that the only way to make really good money in your nine to five is to pivot yourself completely, right? Is to pivot into a totally new field, a totally new career path. But I'm curious, like what you think about that? Like, do you feel like it's better to seek promotions or is it better to pivot altogether? Like for any job seeker out there?
1: It depends, right? Okay. So, most recently, I started working with an organization called Scrum at a Glance, and they teach individuals with untraditional backgrounds to break into technology. Okay, right? And Scrum at a Glance, I've met teachers, nurses, investment bankers, and they all want to become Scrum masters, okay. right? For whatever their reason, personal, whatever. But a lot of people like one the money. They like the hybrid work environment and who doesn't want to get into tech right now, right? That's true. So with these individuals, making a complete pivot has worked for them. Okay. Got right? It. I know individuals that were making probably $55,000 a year, and they went to double that on their first scrum master position slash PMP role. That's so huge. That is huge. $55,000 55, to breaking into six figures. Fifty five to the last offer that a young lady received coming out of that class was one ten. dollars Wow. Yes. Literally
0: more than doubling your salary in one. 110, move. One okay. move. So So who would be good then for like seeking promotions then? Seeking
1: promotion. Um, I'll use my story, right? Okay. So um you're with one organization, you've pretty much networked within the organization. You know in that organization, they're not really trying to promote you. And you know you're currently getting underpaid, mm. right? What I did was I did my homework. I went back to the drawing board, analyzed the market, right? The market mm-hmm. is everything. Yeah. What time is it in the market? Is it hiring season or is it a slow season, mm-hmm. right? We're heading towards end of the year. The end of the year is extremely slow, okay. but things pick up in the very beginning of the year towards the spring. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their budget, their Their budget. They know what their fiscal year is going to look like. That makes sense. So again, I started to analyze, when do I want to move? Do I want to be here for another two months? Do I want to be here for another six months? Mm-hmm. Analyze when do you want to move? Start to analyze, all right, you know what you make at the moment, but what are your peers making? Mm-hmm. And you can easily find that from various websites, right? So of course, LinkedIn, you can go on Blind, builtin.com. Okay. Even I think you can utilize Teal, right? Yeah, I've heard to people also, talk about Teal. Okay. Right. Okay. So find out that information, analyze the market, where are you currently at, where are your pairs, and where do you want to be, right? Then you develop a UVP. What is your UVP? Your unique value proposition. Mm -hmm. Now, you can take that UVP with you to your current supervisor, or you can take that UVP with you when you're saying you're about me during your next interview. What I are you that. bringing to the table? What is mm. your UVP? Okay. Networking. You know, I'm all for a good networking yes. opportunity. Yeah. So find, find events. Mm-hmm. Find conferences. find. I actually, I'll pause, scale it back. I don't like conferences. I think- For networking? No. No. Because too, too much going on. It's too much going on. A lot of people are at conferences, the party. They're not really there to truly network. They're yeah. there to get to catch a vibe. Yeah. Um, but smaller little events, right? You find them, thing. So now that you have your game pam- pam- down packed, you know what UVP is, what you want to make. You start to identify what companies you want to work at because you know you can, where, where you can get those numbers from. Identify your target market and start going from there. Now, that is if you want to pivot. It mm-hmm. is great to pivot there. If you want promotion identifying what your UVP is in mm-hmm. the very beginning and pushing that out to your manager and just see what happens.
0: Okay. You just gave us the whole blueprint.
1: The right. whole blueprint.
0: <laughs> I love that. And I really appreciate how you broke that down for us because I, I I definitely agree. I'm I'm more so on the side of pivot first, ask questions later to really
1: grow your salary and grow your skills. Let yeah. me, listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> we are not Our parents, they were committed, I'm telling you, 15 years to one company. I know someone that spent 25 years at an organization. Wow. Do you know how much money you leave on the table when you Mm -hmm. don't strategically pivot or don't strategically seek promotion? That is insane. Not only, and it's not all about money, your skill set starts to decline because you already know all of the systems. You know the process. You know the tools. How are you keeping yourself up to date if you aren't stepping into new challenges?
0: Mm, Period.
1: It. That's on per
0: <laughs> Okay. So I want to shift because in your work as a lead acquisition partner, I feel like you see all different types of candidates, uh-huh. right? So mm-hmm. I'm also curious, like, what are some of the things that you look for that your peers, other technical acquisition partners, like, what are y'all looking for when you are considering
1: candidates to hire? I love this question. I love <laughs> Tell it. us, because nobody really tells us, like, so here's from your thing. perspective. Before I get to know... Before anyone knows who Maddie is, right? They view that piece of paper.
0: Mm, Like your resume.
1: The paper. The resume, okay. Yes. Okay. It used to be a piece of paper, right? But now it's it's a PDF file that (laughs) that gets uploaded into a system. Yeah. So I'm going to talk to you from three different perspectives because we're looking at the technical field, right? So product design, product management, Mm -hmm. and engineering. Those are the three big, larger positions. And then there's, you know jobs under that right but let's look, let's let's look from each one okay now for our engineers right once I pull up your resume I need to see what text tech, technology stack you're working on and I need your I need actual bullet points I don't know what this new day and age thing people mm. aren't putting bullet points they'll so say one sentence the company and that's it no okay. I need to know what you were doing tell okay. your story what product have, did did you work on okay did you work with stakeholders? How did you manage those relationships, right? Mm -hmm. And that's just from an engineering standpoint. Also, if you have a GitHub added to it. Like a portfolio link. Okay. Yes.
0: And when you said technical stack, just in case anyone's listening and doesn't, I know what that is, but. Yeah. The tools and technology
1: that you worked on. Okay. Okay. That's it. Okay. Tools and technology, um, SQL, Python, Node.js, React, BrightScript, Let me tell you about BrightScript. If you have BrightScript, that's Python. That's what y'all are looking for. That's what you're looking for. Okay, okay. We're going to make sure that's in the show notes.
0: Okay. So (laughs) So again,
1: clear what you've worked on and tell your story. Your resume tells your story. So therefore, tell that story from when you first started. Where did you go? If you've pivoted, Mm -hmm. keywords, collaborative words as well. Okay. Yeah. So what about product management? Product management. The product roadmap. If you are, I need to understand if you worked, if you developed, if you cultivated product roadmaps, um, did you do it yourself? Mm -hmm. Did you work with the team? Who were some of your cross-functional partners? What products did you actually launch? What products did you work on? Was it B2B? Was it direct to consumer? I need to have a good and clear understanding. I've seen some product manager um, resumes that they've actually put the hyperlink to, yes, I worked at this company. Someone said they worked at Meta. And they type, they put a hyperlink to the actual product that they worked on there. So mm-hmm. worked on the messaging system and put the hyperlink. And I thought we didn't, you know, I thought that was amazing. Like I need to mm-hmm. see the product that you've worked on. Okay. Yeah. Then what about product designers? Product designers. <coughs> All right. One, Canva resumes. Um No Canva resumes. No Canva resumes. Okay. Because when you're <coughs> uploading them into a <coughs> ATS system, sometimes it doesn't upload. Properly, okay. right? So they're beautiful, right? But then it's all mumble jumbo. mumble jumbled, and disconfigured. Okay. And you can't even read it. Can't even read it. Okay. I don't want that. Okay. Um, don't make your resume in Canva. Don't make it in Canva. <laughs> okay. Um, I'd say stick to Google Docs and save it in a PDF form. And this is across the board. Everyone's resume needs to be saved in a PDF form. Okay. Because the formatting stays there. Yeah. Um, and then as a product designer. Um, even in your portfolio, I want to know about the. Even in your resume, I want to know about the things that you've worked on. The t- same as the software engineers, the tools and technologies. If you're utilizing mm-hmm. Figma, if you're utilizing Mural, mm-hmm. how what collaborative tools are you using? Um, if you're working on product design, in the Let's say learning and de- learning development, right? Are you working on articulate, right? Like yeah. just whatever tools and technologies that you're working on, I need to know them, right? Okay. And I also want to know what products that you've actually launched, um, and your portfolio. Clean it up, make it look nice. Okay, nothing blaring, nothing flashing, nothing too much. But you. I might jump up. I've literally jumped back when I've seen some people, <laughs> mm. some portfolios, because I'm like, oh, something's like they literally being thrown at me on the computer screen. right? Okay. So I don't want that there. But clean, concise, and I need to understand your work. And also, if you're adding your portfolio, mm-hmm. add your resume so that I can – I mean, add your password to your portfolio so that I can actually see your portfolio. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so – that was super helpful. And I love how you broke it down for like three different career paths. Mm-hmm. Because even if you're trying to pivot into like product management or into an engineering role, yeah. now you know yeah. what someone like you is
1: thinking when you're hiring for. Absolutely. Super helpful. And another big one I've seen is business analysts going into product management role. Yeah. And if you are a BA going into a product management role, mm-hmm. I want to understand how you utilize the business. Um, information that you've gained to make these product decisions. Okay. So.
0: That's super helpful. Super clear. Super helpful. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right. So now I'm, gonna, I'm taking to to a little more spicy route because okay. I feel like mm. we both spoke on a panel not so long ago for the okay. billionaire brunch. And one of the things I really took from what you were saying was you were really like, you were preaching to the audience on like things that black people should be doing to grow our salaries and our skills. So. What are three things that you believe every black woman in corporate America needs to do right now to grow her salary and her skills?
1: Okay. Even myself as a technical recruiter, mm-hmm. I am going to attend NYU in okay. January because yes. I want to get a certification in okay. HR analytics. Okay. Right? So continuously upskill yourself. mm mm-hmm. um, Often, we don't have a tribe of individuals around us. I don't even know if that sounds proper. We don't have. We don't have the tribe of individuals around us. So create your tribe. Mm. Create yourself a good network. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be individuals that are in higher positions for like then you, right? But you want yeah. to at least find people that you know you can learn something from. And I'm gonna okay. take it back to the Bible because iron yeah. sharpens iron. So you need to be mm. mindful of who you're around and how they're helping you sharpen your tools. Um okay. and this is just we're moving into a AI focused world. Yeah. A lot of physicians are going to be created, but then there's also going to be a lot of physicians lost due to AI. Okay. So start studying um, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and see how you yourself can be an asset to that particular sector.
0: Okay. I love that. So just to summarize, you said keep upskilling. Keep upskilling. Cultivate your tribe, Cultivate your network. Cultivate
1: your tribe and your network because you're going to have to tap into people at times. I mean, yeah. we're, we have been in a layoff season for the past year. Yep. Right? Cultivate it because you never know who you may be able to tap into.
0: Okay. And the third part was learn AI machine learning and how it can apply to the work that you're doing. Yes. Okay. I love it. Thank you so much for that. Uh Um, Okay. I got one more question for you before we go to the hottie hotline. Okay. So you kind of touched on this already, but like, let's just have it all laid out. But what are some of the in-demand skills or career paths that you've seen in your work that we should be studying up on, leveraging, et cetera. Like, I feel like you kind of talked about some of those tools earlier when you mentioned the engineers, but just tell us some more to come off the dome. (laughs)
1: Uh, of once more.
0: What are some of the in-demand skills that we should be like studying up on, learning about, knowing that Um, you kind of are looking for?
1: Cloud migration. Okay. Definitely okay. A big Okay, cloud, one. okay. Cloud, AI, machine learning. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much data out there. There's people that need to analyze the data. And if we're going to go into data in, in analytics, um, right, then yeah. we also need to look into cybersecurity. That's a huge network yeah. that no one ever thinks about, right? Okay. We think of, you know... Technology as the glitz and glam positions, but what about the cybersecurity? We need it, and there are so many positions out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I you can easily make a million dollars right now in cybersecurity, a million dollars, yeah, from various contracts. Girl,
0: what? Yes, yes, you heard of your folks,
1: (laughs) a million dollars, like in a nine to five, you can work as a contractor. On various contracts and touch close to, yeah, a a million dollars. Of course you need experience, right? right? But yeah, the woman, I think her name is Simone on Instagram. I will send you the information after. Yeah. Yeah. She's a government Uh contractor and she teaches people how to get into cybersecurity now.
0: Okay. Okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. That's super helpful. That's super helpful. So that gives us at least some things to kind of think about, study up on if we're trying to make that pivot into tech. Oh, once. Okay.
1: So successful products, right? So we think of successful products. We never think of inclusive Mm.
0: design. Okay.
1: Accessibility design. So Okay. Anyone that has a background in any sort of accessibility design, I would say it's key because right now we're really developing products for the world mm. um, neurodiversity yeah that's yeah huge. So that's inclusive huge. design if you're a product designer and you're looking at you know how do I continue to upskill myself take a take a take a training in inclusive design.
0: Okay yeah, I love that yeah All right so <laughs> we're gonna switch gears a little bit. It's now time for my favorite segment of the show, The okay. Hottie Hotline. Okay. <laughs> so The Hottie Hotline gives me an opportunity to answer questions from my listeners okay. and subscribers of the 9to5 podcast. If you have not submitted a question for The Hottie Hotline, check out my show notes for my number to send me a voice message or text message question. But I have a good question for you today, man. Okay. That I think you'll have some good perspective for. Ah. So I'm going to read it. So this viewer asks, how can I position myself properly to pivot into a new field with one year of hands-on experience and three years of experience working on my own business? For context, I am based in Louisiana. I hold a digital marketing certificate and I'm open to pivoting into digital marketing, web design, or SEO marketing based on my past experience.
1: Okay, so... You already have three years of experience mm-hmm. of running your business, right? Yep. So we're going to list that on your resume, and you're going to talk about the specific product, projects that you've worked on, mm. right? That's what, Sometimes I recommend people not naming their businesses after themselves. Okay. Because, what should they name it? Like freelance or? Well, not naming the business. The actual business name Oh, oh shouldn't oh. be named after you. Okay, got it, right? got it. Okay. You can list yourself <clears throat> as a consultant. Okay. Under a business. Okay. Right. And what did you do? Mm. You worked on this project. You worked this client, mm. and these are the things that you've achieved. Right? Okay. That's I like thing.
0: that. Um, and then That's she a already major
1: hack. <laughs> that is a major hack. And then you already have one year of professional experience. Right. Yeah. Emphasize it on your resume. Okay. It's super important. So now technically you have four years of experience. Mm-hmm. You're not coming in entry level. Right. Learning your UVP. Studying the job description, yes, studying that job description, mm-hmm. mastering it, mm-hmm. right and understanding how you match up to each of those bullet points. A lot of people don't study the job description. yeah, they make a one fit all resume and they think they're gonna throw spaghetti at the mall and at, at the wall and hope that it sticks. Mm. And That's not how it works. Okay. So I, I love I that they would answer your question.
0: Yeah, no, I think okay. that I think that answered it well.
1: And then what about how should she call out her skills for some of these? So, again, you're going to match it directly to the job description. You're also going to highlight on your resume the skills, tools, and technologies that you worked on. Okay. Two different sectors on your resume. Okay. You highlight the skills that you have, Mm -hmm. right? And then tools slash technology, and you bullet point them on your resume.
0: Okay. I love that. Mm-hmm. That was a great answer. I love that question. Bye. Thank you so much. So before we wrap up, tell us where we can find you and what's
1: next for you. Okay. So what is next for me? I have coming up is my annual gold brunch where I... Yes. So (laughs) So coming up next is my annual gold brunch. It's hosted each and every single January where I help women and men kind of map out what their 2024, which is 2024 is going to potentially look like. Okay. But in the building, I also have uh, realtors, mortgage lenders, hiring managers, as well as individuals that you can network with. And it's always a good time. I love that. So that's what I have coming up. Okay. And then um, where you can find me, you can find me on LinkedIn, or you can find me on thegoldbrunch.com. And then my Instagram is themaddiereynolds.
0: Okay, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Of course. You were a gem. (laughs) See, I told you I had an amazing episode for you today. Before we wrap it up, don't forget to subscribe to Nine to Fly across all platforms. Because next week I'll be coming to you with yet another amazing episode to help you maximize your career, get to the big obnoxious bag, and of course, get to the hottie lifestyle that we all want and deserve. Until next time, see you soon.